Welcome everybody to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only Jordan. Bow, 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 bow. All right, I just wanted to see if that would work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you ain't got to hold your breath like that. <laughs> I did. I held my breath. I was like, it's important. You did. You did. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> And you, you, <laughs> you're one of those, you like hold your breath like a cartoon talking about, <gasps> you know, <laughs> I was, the thing is I was mid breathing after the air horn sound. And so I was like, <gasps> it, it reminds me of like when you're shocked to something, you're in a gas, yeah, you go, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I just wanted to see if that would work. I've actually been wanting to do that for a while. Just like start the show being like, shh, shh. Just to see if you would, like, you know, I don't know. Do, anyway, that was do you just think I'm like an obstinate child who's like, I ain't going to shut up for nobody. No, I think, I, I, you know, that might be my new thing for, for, for this season. I mean, you know, no, it went from no. blowing in the wind at it again. To, in, to, incorrect. Ain't going to be, Try ain't going to be, ain't going to be shushing. But what if it's like little, little thing, little, you know what I mean? Little games, little thing. Oh, fool, know? this is Grown Man Watch Kitchen, not Simon <laughs> Says. All right. <laughs> Oh man, um, how are how are you today, buddy? Man, I'm good. I'm good. We are recording this in the long weekend, um, and you know I've been working on the show here. The first week we worked for six days. This week I have today and tomorrow off, so I'm like, ooh, Lord Jesus, thank you. Um, I went to a plant store today, which. Yes, I'm in a different state, and I absolutely bought house plants that I will be putting in a paper bag and putting on that plane with me and taking back with me. One hundred and fifteen percent. House, I don't know. They're pretty and they're green cat friendly. More. Green, <laughs> but see, here's the thing: one of them is green, but it has like light green. Like all the petals look like kind of. They're like they they the petals look painted right like the pattern looks painted on Mm -hmm. which is cool and the other one is green but the stems are like a vibrant like yellowy orange so that looks cool and then in the middle of it grows kind of like this little just this little orange flower out of the middle of it as it gets bigger so that one the orange one's going to go in my office and then the other one's going to go at home okay i got plans you got you got you got plans and plants you got you got plans for your plant. plant planner plant planner um well hey man it's good to to be uh with you today um we're recording in the daytime which is a change of pace for us and i gotta say like i like recording in the daytime man i do too because <laughs> and i know it never works because of our schedules and stuff but it works during the summer during the summer when we can be like let's knock out one during the middle of the day no. It's up, but I I also like recording in the middle of the day because sometimes we're recording at like eight o'clock your time, nine o'clock my time, right? And it's late, it's late. And one thing I found out about myself is I don't know if and tell me if you're this way too. I don't know if it's because of um, you know, my my day job, but it's like I find that I'm most productive from like noon. Mm. to like four or five and then again and then and then again for like a little bit like for a couple hours you know what i mean around like you know seven to nine something like that yeah everything everything else like bye bitch you know what i mean like don't truthfully you know and because like most of my most of my classes are around that pocket that 12 to five you know and it's like i'm just i don't know if it's like 
do you think like we're we're like subconsciously trained to be like just on you know what i mean 100 percent 100 percent like you've you've encountered this where it's like 7 30 your time and i'm already sending you bullshit check te- uh, text trying to plan shit and yeah. I can tell that you're like, why is he up? Because you know what time my first classes start? Mm-hmm. Every semester, 9.30 in the morning. God damn. Which means I got to be ready. You know what I mean? I got to be ready. Yeah. And the thing that I have found is like by 2, 2.30, I'm done. Like yeah. mentally, I'm done. So I have to. So if I'm doing if I'm doing something, I have to like take a pause, re-energize, something like that. But even when I'm doing just like, you know, working on other side gigs, I got to get up in the morning and knock it out. Or, or I do what you said. Like I'm saying, if I'm starting at noon, I ain't doing shit else until then. Right. Because I just know that my mental capacity now, like God bless children. But I feel like as adults, we really and truly only have like four or five hours of quote unquote capitalistic productivity. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I gotta be smart too. I gotta I gotta make sure I'm banking time because I want to make sure that I'm that I can provide some some time and some energy to the kids and mm-hmm. you know provide some time and energy obviously to both of us to our to our significant others and things like that. And then also too, just making sure that I prioritize time for for myself, um, just because I think. I think that's important. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, but I do love recording uh, during the day during this time because then, like afterwards, it's like, hey, you know, we still got, we still got the rest of the day and uh, and stuff like that. This week we sat down with Brave Little Toaster, um, which is a movie I'd never seen, you know, uh, up until now. Brave Little Toaster and COVID had that in common. I miss both of them. Uh, you never got COVID. I never got COVID. Man, Never let me come cough in your face. I'm you better not. You better not. Um, I don't have COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So never watch this. This wasn't even like on my on my daycare radar. You know, daydar as well. Oh, that sounded kind of weird. I won't say that again. Don't ever. <laughs> That's don't sh- weird. We I, ain't shushing. I, we ain't daydaring. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Hi. <laughs> You always, it's like you, you, you're like that guy after the fight, like, yeah, you better run. It's like, it was already resolved in my head, you know? Excuse, like, you know what? Here's the thing. The guy who says you better run is the one who writes the story. So, you know, cause he, you know, I was there just chilling. We're my own business. And I said, I said, you better run. Uh-huh. Oh man. I, do you remember those days being just like, like middle school, just, just wanting, wanting to fucking fight something just wanting to fucking hit fight all that kind of stuff were you yeah like that? remember i had a fight club i was absolutely like that right. i forgot about that <laughs> i just i'd see i'd be i'd be like i'd be like seeing you know what i mean man fuck fuck you know texas history and, and and all these other classes that got me going on um you know it's like i'm i'm just i'm just looking for i'm i'm, I'm scanning the i'm scanning the horizon for where where's my alamo you know what i mean like, so, the- so, <laughs> so here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing i listened to this podcast on uh, science versus one science versus it was one of those like NPRE sort of scientific ones right is that and, what's mp oh M- oh okay i see i see like I see like, like right npr there. npre yeah. right um, sound, you realize that sounds like something like a different thing it does, you know? it does. but now that we're on that same page um, <laughs> you better uh, be. <laughs> but 
you stupid. They're, they're talking about um, precocious puberty. You know how puberty starts early, right? But there's like yeah. one in a million chance that from the second that uh, a child gets their testicles, they start producing to- testosterone. So there was this kid who by the time he was seven or five or something like that, he had the the body of a, a goddamn teenager, right? Mm. And it's hereditary. His dad had it. His great-grandpa had it or something like that. His great-grandpa was actually the youngest recruit in World War Two in World War One, because he lied about his age oh, and damn. said that he was 18 when he was motherfucking 12. <laughs> but, like, he was saying how, you know, he's, he's freaking five, right? And he has all the, the pent-up hormones and energy of a teenager and he's like i just wanted to fight folks and he said like it wasn't like i wanted to he's like i was losing to the urges of my body to wanting yeah. to fight and he's yeah. like and then he was getting you know he's like they're like yeah babies get erections but he's like this wasn't like a hey let's make sure that the blood's still working he's like this is a hey seven-year-old go have sex erections right damn yeah and yeah, it was it was a whole like hour long podcast I listened to while I was working out, and I felt very um, happy about my 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 puberty because of that. But still, like, I think there's something there about being 13 and just being like, yeah. "Let me hit something, let yeah, me no, fight." Sure. It's it, it's it's weird because I think that you know I am not a boys will be boys type of person. You know that, right? Uh, because all that stuff is like sexism and you know misogyny and stuff like that but i was like there's something there is something primal about like wanting to have sex and wanting to just hit shit sometimes yeah i mean it's 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 you know biological it's it's you know all, all that testosterone shit kind of forming up in your in you and everything like that but yeah and here's the thing man like you've said you've said some stupid shit you know what I mean? You said some stuff from like that's, the, but you've also said some really smart shit. You run the whole gamut, the whole spectrum of shit <laughs> you've said to me. You said some of the smartest. You you're you're you've said some of the smartest stuff I've ever heard, and some of the dumbest shit what? in the world. Where's this going? Where's this going? Could you imagine if that was it? If that was the point I had to make? Sometimes you're a genius, and other times anyway, you're a fucking back idiot. Back to the movie, TJ. You fuck with toast? No, no, I have. <laughs> but I remember talking about middle schoolers. Um, I can't remember what movie we were watching. This was maybe last season or the season before. And I was like, you know, why middle school is on its own building? And you brought up that fact that, like, yo, because like hormones be raging, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you got to keep those little motherfuckers. And it's like, that that stuck with me. <clears throat> I was like, he's right, man. It's like middle school. That's like county. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is. It's in, jail. It's, and, it's, and it's always, it's always isolated. Did you know, at least like in my hometown, like the elementary school and the high school were relatively close together. Not super close, but relative. Middle school was fucking up on a hill. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> let's keep these motherfuckers out. so yeah middle school it's like all i want to do is fight you know and 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 then high school it's like when you when you when you discover you know what you're into all you want to do is 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 the other thing you know so it's um you know what's really funny about middle school i think is that the kids who are bad in fifth grade by the time they get to seventh grade you're like shut the fuck up chuck you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're like you ain't shit chuck you yeah. ain't shit 
Uh huh. Uh huh. That was always my favorite was seeing the former fifth graders, like you say, now in seventh grade when I'm going into sixth grade. And mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, karma's a bitch, ain't it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was always the tallest kid in elementary school. And I remember uh, my buddy Chase, we're still, we're still uh, good friends to this day. We first saw it because he was also tall. He was as tall as me. So coming from a spot where I was the tall, I was the tallest one. That's mm-hmm. what I was known for. And then uh, seeing him cross walking down the hallway, just as tall as me, we locked eyes and we were like, and cause he was, he, he was coming from the same experience because, you know, middle school is emerging of all the elementary yeah. that are close by. It's coming from the same experience of like, you know, <laughs> being the tallest tall. motherfucker. Yeah. 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 So we didn't like each other at, at first, but, um, but, yeah. but no, man, somehow, somehow this movie, this movie missed me. Um, wasn't even on, on the daycare radar. Like I say, didn't, you know, care to see it not for any other reason and there was just a whole bunch of other stuff um you know this movie came out in what 87 88 something like that yeah like yeah the theatrical release missed me all that kind of stuff and then all this crazy nonsense that's going on with the distribution it's like i mean can you even like I mean, we watched it on on goddamn YouTube, you know. Which you can you buy you can buy the DVD. They still sell the DVD, Canyon. but for some yeah, but for some reason, like the Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars, which is the first sequel, and the Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue, which is the second sequel, are on Disney Plus. But yeah, which it's so wild to me because I only thought there was the one. I didn't think there was sequels, and then because they're based on novellas. Yeah, because the second one is like going to Mars. It's like what mm-hmm. man, they really went for it too. And I didn't know they were novellas either until until uh, watching it. And it's based or uh, based on the whatever by whatever the fuck his name. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but you, um, this was a movie that you uh, recommended. Uh, we do. I fucks with this season. movie. I so fucks with this movie. Your... Okay, how did so? How did you? How did I'm curious how you came about it because. Clearly, no one in my life was like, "Hey, we got to watch this movie." This was a daycare movie. This was, uh, and yeah, <laughs> yes, this movie was a daycare movie, and we'll get into why that's kind of a that's kind of like a bold thing. Um, yeah, and then I any mu- any movie that had like songs with it absolutely stuck with me. The last song was the one that stuck with me the most a because it's the longest but it's also like the most intense the worthless song uh, <laughs> oh yeah with that isn't that with that hanging lamps coming down and be like hey you suck you know and all this kind of stuff no that's the one at the at the at the at the junkyard oh with the car oh yeah that was <laughs> yeah. fucking wild i was like what is this what the fuck's happening right now? When that, one car, when that one car tries to run off, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's intense. And tires fell off. It's like, you came at one escape? You know, like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So like as a kid, like that song stuck with me. And then um, there were a couple movies that I was like obsessed with like during the summer, you know? And Brave yeah. Little Toaster was one of them. And I would always because y'all this movie has everything it has child's first horror it has child's first like talk about death like it has baby's first like conversation about abandonment like all this stuff but um yeah i mean i used to i used i used to i used to mess with the 80s music section that they have when they get to the apartment and they talk and they're talking to the future quote-unquote modern appliances or whatever like i don't know that that stuff is my jam 
so yeah, I watched it in preschool and then I watched it a lot at home when I was like, you know, just kind of chilling by myself because my sisters didn't want to watch it. Um, and it's, it's, here's the thing. It's not one of those like kid movies that I had memorized everything that's going to like all the lines, right? Like the first movie I started to like be able to quote back was Mrs. Doubtfire, which says something. I watched yeah. the shit out of that movie. I could I used to be able to say like the first 45 minutes of that movie line for line. But this wasn't this, this but this was one of those oh, I'm going to play with my toys while this is on in the background sort of thing. Playing with your um waffle irons and fucking Yeah. <laughs> Pencil and shit. Yeah. Um but back to what you're saying about how this movie having um all of this stuff and a sort of, you know, introduction to all these themes and ideas. It's crazy watching this, like how much this feels like early onset Pixar. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you know, the, the on the nose one of these, you know, inanimate objects sort of coming to life, but even just the, the narrative itself was very toy story to me Um, down to, you know, this, the, this kid that they love and they just want to be with them and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I found that interesting, you know, 80s, 80s to, to a T. To a I mean, you know, all this stuff. It's the most like, 80s ass movie. Yeah, that, that, but that style of animation that I really appreciate where it's like, we're going to focus on the main characters and animate the hell out of them. And then everything else, like the background is going to look, uh, I think we talked about this when we talked about Fox and the Hound, how it looks like a painting, you know? Yeah. And, and it kind of has a different style than um, than the main characters, and it kind of helps separate them from that background. So, I, I mean, I, I dug the animation. I mean, watching it on YouTube was um, was, was the be- tricky. The beginning fidelity on the YouTube wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, when, when, the, the, when, the, when the title came up, I was like, "Oh no, we, I'm about to call to you. We can't do this. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not sitting here for an hour and a half. About ninety <laughs> seconds in, it gets gets clearer." Yeah, it does get clear. And, you know, we watched, what, last season? We watched Power Rangers on YouTube um, as well. So, you know, uh, but for those of you who really, really cut for this movie, who are in a similar camp as TJ and are crying foul at uh, the fact that, uh, you know, how dare they watch it on YouTube and not spend money? You know, how dare you do the things you, no, <laughs> I just, you know? I mean, here's the thing. Because, like, I, it's, what? I was going to say, I looked at it and... You and I both wanted to rent it, and we'll have a conversation at the end of this, like, should you buy yeah. this movie? Because yeah. I couldn't find Cats Don't Dance anywhere, and I absolutely rented it. I, I, absolutely, I bought the DVD. This is one of those movies that, like, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy the DVD so that I have it in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we decided to do this. I'm in North Carolina, I'm not, and I don't have a DVD player, so I'm like, this is, this is what it's going to be. Yeah. It's not like I haven't been repping Brave Little Toast my entire life. They done got my money already. Shit. Well, you, yeah, and you've been wanting to do this movie for a while. We just, uh, we just kind of moved. Like I say, man, this movie just kept, just kept missing me. You know, mm-hmm. until, uh, until the seasons finally got me. But, um, but yeah. So, the sequels. You've seen those two? I haven't. Really? Hmm. Because I, it, I'm afraid that it's gonna be like, um. Pocahontas 2 you know like where where the sequels just don't live up to the, and they wish they went straight to video I, yeah. I'm always weary about a straight to video sequel that's not to say that straight to video sequels can't be good 
that just says I'm weary about them, right? And so even as a child, I was like, I don't know if I want to fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious because I mean those those two are on um, are on Disney Plus, but um, and I didn't really look too much about like the year when and they it used to out. be a TV show. That's the other thing. Really? There was a weekly TV show, and I watched that as a kid. Yeah. The world of this is really cool, and the design of the characters is really neat too. Um, that song that uh, I was talking about, thinking that uh, the one that I thought you were talking about originally, with all of those um, the appliances in that dude's back room. It's like a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's was like really a cool. Movie show. Yeah. And I and I and I, I, li- I like the design. I like how they figured out. Okay, like this is what this thing's equivalent of arms would be. This is what this thing's equivalent of. You know, face would be all that kind of stuff. The one gripe I have about the design choices for this movie is the fact that, like, why didn't they give Radio a face? Mm. I mean, it's 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 nitpicky, sure, but I'm like, you couldn't find a single place to put to put that guy that guy's face. Oh, and I thought I thought the TV was a bit of a copper. I like the TV, but I thought the TV using the actual broadcast. I thought that was fun. I think it would have been cool if, like, they did it where they were, it was like switching to all these different ads and, like, it was directly pulled. Like, what the TV was trying to say was directly pulled from the ads rather than, like, the TV is, like, making up this stuff on its own. Well, I appreciated that because as a kid, because I was an idiot, I was like, oh, like, these people in the TV exist. When I turn it on, you think you think that's what they were going for? Maybe I think so. Maybe I remember thinking that my my little dumbass, my uncle convinced me that there were like little people on the TV to like just waiting to put on the show. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like, yeah, you know, and and I, 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 man, that was back when they had those big old tube, you know, those Mm -hmm. giant fucking cab. Man, I miss those TVs, bro. I had uh, we had the one that was uh, sat on the floor and had like the ornate wood and the furniture and, and the speakers on the side and all that kind of stuff and then that's the thing that i wish that there was a way that you could do that and like you know how people make wall units for their tvs to sit in and stuff like that like yeah. if you could make it to where <clears throat> yeah you did still have the speakers on the side and like make it look real real yeah. nice i think i think it might I, well i don't say it's going to come back but i i can see something like that in the future um I'm I'm not really I don't keep up with like you know design trends but like I can see fashion trends and it's like you know the 70s are kind of coming mm-hmm. back um with that whole style so who knows bring um, back the conversation pit that's what I want man when we were shopping for houses there was one house that had that and it's like of course it was way overpriced. Everything was overpriced around that time, around the time that we were looking for houses, but uh but that one went fast. Yeah, that would have been really cool. If I, yeah, did, that's where you would find me. That's the only place I would be. In the com- exact exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And here I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. <clears throat> the com- the way conversation pitch is set up, I'm like they're perfect for a sexual intercourse. They're perfect for sexual intercourse. Yeah, I mean, perfect for a lot of things, but you know, I just, they're just, it's comfy. They're they're comfy. They're cozy. They're and they're exciting. And that I think is was sort of the key for the design mm-hmm. back then. You know, it's like comfy, but also like exciting and a little. And also, you're stepping down into this area that I was just like, I yeah, love that. Yeah. And I'm not here to knock anyone's design choices, TJ. I'm really not. But sometimes when I walk into someone's house that's like super fucking like modern, sterile and doesn't look lived yeah, in and makes yeah. me want to vomit. 
Yes, yeah. I'm here to knock everybody's design choices. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Stop it. I'm like, I'm Stop like I, don't it. Even, I don't even want to sit. Like, if I wanted to go to a hospital, I'd break my arm. I don't, Thank I don't even you. want to like, sit down in this place, you know? But, you know, those big, plump, plush, fucking plaid couches, it's like, I'm all up. Give me it. that. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Give me the fabric that looked like I could puke on and flip the cushion over and be okay. Yeah, yeah. So give me, you know, give me all that stuff. So uh, I guess, you know, it's kind of similar to, to the ideas in this movie because this kid like so hung up on these on these old appliances and stuff like that. And also going back to what you're talking about, how it's scary because it really is. And I think a lot of movies back <laughs> movie is scary. Days, a, a lot, a lot of family movies back in those days were like, because now I think it's like, how can we how can we make 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 these people feel and, and, and think and, and question and all that kind of stuff? Back then, it's like, let's scare the shit out of these little motherfuckers. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I mean, like, we'll talk that about clown. it. But we'll talk that about clown? It. I didn't need Jeez. that. I, like, I didn't need him to fucking come up from the bottom of the screen like that. <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> and the but, poster the poster for the Brave Little Toes release, the one that's on IMDb, is it looks- a screenshot of right before that happened. So it's like, remember when this shit happened? You know? <laughs> It is like the poster. Every all the advertisements, like look at this happy, simple, go lucky thing. But like, you get introduced to the concept of death within yeah. like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. No, this movie, this this movie's not playing no game. So, this movie, I'm thinking. I know you're not a fan of it, but never ending story with the horse and all this kind of stuff. It's like a lot of fan movies back in the day. They're like, fuck y'all. You know, we're just gonna make you cry. We're gonna make you scared. You know. Um, I wonder. I wonder if. Hmm. I wonder if that is good, right? Like, I feel like I had a better concept of like life and death, and like the the finality of death when I was younger, because of movies like this. Where now, um, I'm trying to think of the like Coco. Of course, talks about death. In like a very forward way, you know. But I'm thinking about like when I saw Frozen Two and I thought Olaf had died. I was like, good. You know what I mean? Like, like I I feel like at some point in time, even Never Ending Story was like, yes, we lost this horse, but how do we move on? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how does how does life continue after this thing? How do you how do you mourn? How do you all that stuff? I don't feel like we. Like we have a lot of kids' movies that do that outside of like Finding Nemo, the mother dies. Like we have a lot of movies where parents die and they die in the first like three minutes or, you know, a couple minutes or something like that, right? I think the only movie that's actively dealt with grieving is probably Up. Yeah. Sounds like you got a little bit of Gen X in you. X gonna give it to you. I think. I think. I think that's why that generation is so fucking like they like. I'm not. I'm not saying Gen Xers are are you know sociopaths or nothing like that. I'm not trying to call out an entire generation. I mean, my older sister is a Gen Xer. But they're so. like nothing can phase these motherfuckers, and I think it's because mm-hmm. they they grew up with trauma, like real trauma in their life, and then the movies that they went to go to escape were sometimes more traumatic. Than the shit that they were going up, so they just so they're like, "This is what it is." This is wrong approach. You know what I mean? They're just like, "Fuck, dude!" Everywhere I turn, you know, up, you know, up, left, and center, everything is just fucking crazy. And I mean, bro, Land Before Time, 
you know? Yeah. And, and here's and here's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, but Bambi, Bambi, fuck you. Bambi's mom dies. We don't see nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, right. oh, wait, no, we, we, I can't quite remember how all that plays out. Maybe we do. Do we see her, like, dying? But I know with Littlefoot's mom, she's laying there fucking, <sighs> Littlefoot, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> they're, they're extending that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Playing that sad ass, was it a Tina Turner song? I can't remember what song it was, but um, and then this, you know, just being super fucking scary. I mean, ours was the Lion King, right? But yeah, even but, then, yeah, it's there. There was there was a gloss to all of that. I I feel compared to some to stuff like this. This shit's gritty and raw, and and maybe yeah. part of that is because of the advancements in technology when it comes to animated films. But even the up monologue, you know, it's like. Yeah, it's super sad, a monologue, a montage. It's super sad, right? It's 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 deeply affecting, really moving, but it's also like shiny and pretty and glossy and sets a, a beautiful score. You know what I mean? So it's like it's 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 like it's similar to going to like you know a really moving uh, uh, piece of theater or an opera or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it, when Car- this, this shit is like looking at a grotesque magazine, Life magazine in the back and of the saying, car. "Look, yeah. look," <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Ah!" You know? Do you remember so, when like cartoons would die and like the light would fade from them or something? You know, like yeah. the color would drain, and I was like, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but I think. You and I, we really bonded over Princess and the Frog because of that. Like, mm-hmm. Ray's dead. Yeah. Unceremoniously, like, too. Just Ray is dead. And that's the thing that's effective about that. Like, the movie's good, but the movie, to me, becomes great in that moment. Where they're like, yeah. when they come to him, and they're like, no, he's dead. There's no saving him. There's no magic to this. Like, he's dead. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed his life for you. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Right? You know? Yeah. That's the that, <laughs> that that's the kind of stuff that sticks with me. But like even maybe I do have that Gen Xer in me. But even in you know I like the Persona video games. There's a Persona Three. There's a character. And for those of y'all who are gonna cry spoilers because they're releasing a remake, y'all this came out. This game came out over twenty years ago. Sit on it, right? Um, but there's a part where one of your playable characters dies for another one of your playable characters. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to play as that playable character that that the dude died for. Because I was like, he's a little bitch. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nope. And every time my friend was like, pick him, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, someone died for him and he ain't even, like, ex- like he ain't he ain't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But man, Video I'm games just... used to do that more often, too. Where they just kill. Like, you would sink hundreds of hours into a character. And they'd be like, mm-hmm. but they're dead. Yeah, or you get that you get that bad ending where it's like, oh fuck, you know, I didn't mean to do all of that. I haven't, I haven't felt that way about a game since Mass Effect, right? When you're like, oh, one of the one of them have to die. Mass Effect tripped me up because I could never go. What was it? Renegade was that the the? Uh huh. Oh yeah, you can never go evil because it's never... just a dick. It's not yeah. smart evil. Yeah, and they'll be like, Shepard, like, why did you say that? Like, you know, like, get out of here. And it's like, oh man. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, do Brave Little Toaster. I'm saying, you know, like I say, Land Before Time, Never Ending Story, all this kind of stuff. It's like, if I was growing up, if, if I was a Gen Xer, I'd be like white knuckling it in the theater. You know, my parents taking me to go see some movie and they're like, oh, it's cute. It's about appliances. And I'd be like, oh, you know, what the, what the fuck happened? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wonder if know. parents were like, what? Yeah. And I'd like, I'd like to survey a bunch of Gen Xers and be like, do y'all have trust issues? 
you know? Because, like, <laughs> well, I mean, I, okay, you can have trust issues belonging to any generation, right? Because it's from, you know, subjective experience. But, like, I'm just saying, like, across the board, it's like these movies, it's like it was a bait and switch. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, come, oh. see, let's come see this movie. Trailers were deceptive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Posters were deceptive. It's like, hey, hey, look at this air conditioner on the wall. You know, now watch him die. You know, and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, like, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. <laughs> like, I'd be having fucking flashbacks and shit like that. I wouldn't be able to handle it, dude. I would not be able to handle it. And, and, and I think, too, just because now the, the, the nature of how information is just out there, you know. Oh, yeah. There's whole sites that would be like, this is, these are the things you need to look out for. Yeah. And this was before, like, legit content warnings on movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'd just be like, mm, language. You know, what's this movie rated? Is this movie rated I think it's, G? I think it's PG. Let me see. Let me see. I like how we ask each other questions like we're not sitting in front of fucking computers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what is this rated? I don't see a rating listed on here. Is it on IDB? What do you see? Do you see anything? Are you even looking it up? I'm looking it up. I'm G. looking it up. G. It's rated G. <gasps> G. Ooh, why are they lying? And that's what I'm saying. Like Gen Xers, speak up. Like you know, because in today's standards, this movie would have gotten at least a PG, if not a PG-13. Maybe not a PG-13. It would have it definitely gotten a PG. A um, but the fact that you're gonna say this is G, what's the last G movie like the a rated G movie that we watched? TJ, we I, I watched it again with uh with the kids. I can't remember what it was, and I was like, man, fucking. Nothing questionable happens in this motherfucker. <laughs> this, this is easy. Probably Mario or something, you know. It was something like I can't remember. It was it was it was, it was a recently rated G movie, and it's like, oh, this is this is easy. Was it Migration? No, it was it was it was something on a, on a streaming service. That's gonna bother. I'm, I'm I'm I'll have to look it up, um, and uh, and see what's going on. Uh, but it was. Let me see. So if we go, was it like a 2022 rated G? You don't get a lot of those um, lately. No. I, I feel I feel a lot of them are RPG, and then I'd like to go looking back at the ratings for uh, a lot of um, a lot of these Gen X movies or a lot of these movies that came out around. There. Oh, uh, Migration is rated G. Wait, no, it's not. I can't remember, man. It was something, but um, yeah. So again, just Gen Xers, you know. If y'all are listening, we know we, we, we there's got to be some, there's got to be at least some of them out there. there oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Do we have what's is, is, is Toby a Gen Xer? I think, yeah. Yeah, because he likes BM. BM I, I feel like you got to be a Gen Xer. You know, like it's not like that. rated G. Uh, look him not taking a nap. That is rated NG for no good. Hey. All right, that's all I got. Um, I'm here for trivia. Drama beat. Hello, friends, listeners. Hi. Welcome back. Oh, there. Oh, he speaks. He speaks. You just sat there. Here's the thing. You can sit there like right now. It looks like your screen's frozen. You sit oh, there so still. And you know, Taylor, 
Taylor says the same thing we're on video calls. She's like, is this green frozen? I'm like, no, I'm just listening. Yeah, like, no, you're just... You <laughs> um, <laughs> Jay, I do have a quick question for you. It is cold in Texas right now. Mm-hmm. Did Jordan use the phrase cold as a witch's teat? A hundred percent. It's Jordan. I Look. Cannot... Can I tell you how many times I've already heard that today? Listen, 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 listen. Jo- Jordan's like a river in the woods. Like I'm gonna use him to find my way home. He's consistent. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite saying for when it's cold outside. I couldn't tell. Well, uh, Digger's right. ass is a close second. So- you, you know what my new favorite phrase is? Huh. Cut me red and black and hook me to a battery because I'm about to start some shit. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That is a good one. Ooh. I've been running through that insult in my head. I was like, man, I want to use that, but I don't want to use it. That insult I mm-hmm. sent y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. For those of you listening, it's, uh, it's uh, 166,000 people died yesterday. You couldn't have been one of them. It's like <laughs> when someone's really pissing you off. But just, I think that's a bridge it's so too far. Mean. <laughs> yeah. well, it's so mean. Yeah. Welcome, welcome over... back for trivia, Kim, for the new year. We're excited to see yeah. what you uh, So there have been some enhancements. Listeners, you can't see, but I made the rainbow with my hands. Yeah, she's sending like those emails that every man gets in his inbox from spam enhancements. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, first update. Our first two questions are now going to be worth 1,000 points each. 1,000 points rather than 500. That's so many points. Now on our Everyday Double Your Points Opportunity Opportunities... Uh, you can double your points. However, mm-hmm. however, if you get it wrong, I will deduct 1,000 points from your score. I don't know if y'all just heard Lil' Kim, but she's like, Ooh. She agrees. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have zero points, you can still answer the question for 1,000 points. Uh, some other changes for 2024 i am implementing steals but you can only steal if you are behind in overall points for the season okay so no steals this one i like no steals this round we are at zero zero of course you like this one so that way you could try to come up behind because i i I run past you at the end of every year if if it's steal with no caveat it's like we man we'd be fighting each other we'd be we'd be cutting the show (laughs) you know what i mean like slamming laptop shit (laughs) (laughs) and with with the steals the whoever's question it is like you have they have to answer they can't just be like i don't know and then tj's like i do i steal like this is supposed to be fun i'm not trying to do trivia like a gen xer you know what i mean i'll just like oh shit what's gonna happen can can we call it the drift like we're drifting past the person who's in front of us that's stop (laughs) uh and then and then what's wrong too fast too furious (laughs) excuse me are are you ready for for our lifeline <gasps> once, yes. once per round, you can implement 50-50. So if you use 50-50, I will take away one incorrect answer. Obviously can't use it on the Mavis and thus leave you two options. You have a 50-50 shot. When you say per round, do you mean like per episode? Yes. Yes. Okay. I was thinking about this too, and I want, actually want to get y'all's feedback on it. How do you feel about negative points for the round? And then that no. rolls into your overall score. No, 
No, no not fans. Okay. okay. We ain't in calculus. This ain't algebra. Uh, Don't do this. <laughs> when you start talking about, you start throwing integers at me and shit like that. Just, you know, normal numbers. But that means that we could go into negative numbers, and I ain't trying to do all that. Yeah. yeah. I remember in algebra. Just like digging your holes so deep halfway through the season. I could. Which is why I said no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The bottom is still zero, listeners. Uh, With that, who's ready for some brave little toaster trivia, my brave little podcasters? Me. Me. Okay. <clears throat> kind of sounded like a blanket there for a sec. I... <laughs> oh man, that blanket. Anyway, uh, Jordan for one thousand okay. points. Yes. Deanna Oliver originally auditioned to voice what other appliance before being given the role of toaster? A. Lamp. B. Air conditioner. Or C. Blanky. Blanky, right? His name's Blanky, not Blanket. I think so. Um, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go see Blanket. That sounds more, more fitting. That was your final answer. Yeah. It was air conditioner. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah, yeah. Starting off on an L. TJ. Yes. <laughs> you better run. See, <laughs> both of y'all are like that. Like I fucking know that already. <laughs> Excuse us for reveling. Jesus. All right, TJ, for 1,000 points. The character of radio was written with John Lovitz in mind, but during pre-production, he was cast in something else that should have pulled him from the project. To his agent's objection, he delayed leaving to start that project and recorded all of his lines in one marathon session. Can you imagine? That's amazing. What show pulled John away? A- Second City TV, a.k.a. SCTV, B, In Living Color, or C, Saturday Night Live? B, In Living Color. Is that your final answer? Yes. No, it was Saturday Night Live. Jesus. Go ahead, say it. Starting with an L. Starting with an L. And you know what? I was writing this question, and I put In Living Color, and I was like, I Googled when that started, and I think that started like 1990. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if he's going to fall for it. But SNL just felt too easy. Mm-hmm. Thus is the trickiness of trivia. Um, okay. <clears throat> With that, it is time for our Everyday Double Your Points Opportunity Opportunities where... We ain't got no points to double, so... Yeah, you can both... These questions will both be worth 1,000 points for each of you. <clears throat> the category is questions as they relate to the original novella this movie is based on oh shit okay george yeah according to the novella the titular toaster is what brand a sunbeam b kitchenaid or c countercraft i've only heard of well i've heard of two of those that's crazy, dude. I will remind you both that we do have lifelines. Oh, this, yeah, that's right. We this do. is your last we opportunity do. to use them this round. I would like to I would like to use my lifeline, please. Okay, I will give you a 50-50 and take KitchenAid off. It is not KitchenAid. So your options are okay. Sunbeam or Countercraft. I thought Sunbeam was a bread company. 
<laughs> I will. I will. They, these are all appliance companies. They do make small appliances. All three of them. Okay. Um. I don't Sunbeam. I'm gonna go Sunbeam. That's your final answer. Yep. It is Sunbeam. Jesus wants you for a sunbeam to shine for him. Is that day. how the commercial? What? Is that how the commercials went? Bruh, Dang. every once in a while, religious trauma just kicks in. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, the, oh, that's not a commercial for the toaster. No, okay. that's a, that's okay. a that's a Sunday school song. That would get me as oh shit, man. The Lord wants me to buy this. I better go buy it right now. <laughs> Jesus wants God you for said. sunbeam. Yeah. All right. Get two of them just in case. I'll be fucking yes. <laughs> For 1,000 points. <clears throat> According to Jerry Reese, 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 Jerry, old Jerry, there are how many lines in this movie that were in the original novella? <laughs> what okay. in the- when your mouth drops like a projector, you just. <laughs> like someone's drawing the shades, you know what I mean? <laughs> A, four, B, nine, or C, 13. Oh. I think you said there are this many lines and the rest is in the spirit or some shit. It's like, yeah, obviously. Can I do 50-50 with Cristobal? Okay, I will also (laughs) take out uh, option B and tell you it is not nine. It is either four or 13. I'm going to say four. Final answer. Yes. It is four. Oh, God bless those lifelines, man, because both them right. questions had us fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because KitchenAid was going to be the one I was going to go for. And then when you remove that, I was like, oh, damn. Oh, see, Here's you know, the thing. I would have gone for Countercraft because it sounds fake. It's it does real. sound fake. It does sound fake. It's a real brand from the 80s. Uh, okay, with that, you are. And by the, the way, Kim. For the whole season, every time I do 50 50, I'm going to say 50 50 with Krista Moore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you're both at 1000, uh, which brings us to all the movies. And I will also. Man, you say- made a linebacker, is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to try to write the Mavises in the way that you can potentially both get credit. So that's my goal for this season. We'll see if it happens. And your category is Rotten Tomato Scores. Because I really couldn't come up with anything better. Okay. Wagers. <laughs> I'm a, you know what? I'm going to do 500. Okay. That George. seems like a safe bet. Yeah, I'm going to join you on that one. It seems like a safe bet. Okay. Start the season uh, off on an even keel. Type it in, please. Good sirs. What are the Rotten Tomato scores for this movie? This, Which I was a little surprised to see that there are Rotten Tomato scores for this. Yeah. But I have a critic and an audience. And I will give you credit if you're within seven. Seven feels like a good number. Okay. You can do what you want to do. And live in color. Okay. I think I'm ready. And so if we get close to one, do we get half of our wager? Mm, sure. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. 
Jordan, are you ready? Yeah, I got it typed in. Send in three, two, one. Okay, <gasps> TJ says audience 75, critic 65. Jordan says critic 75, audience 85. And the answer is critic 77 and audience 81. Oh, so shit. Jordan gets no! credit on both. <laughs> TJ, oh, TJ, you revert. But you're within seven on audience, so you'll get yeah, that. You got something. Yeah, so you got, you got so two I'm only two hundred. I'm only two hundred fifty behind. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. How or is it, or am I seven fifty? Uh, so that brings our total to yeah, you're two fifty behind. Uh, Jordan is at fifteen hundred. TJ is at twelve fifty. Oh, Jordan. Oh, you don't want to play my music? music. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find it. It's been a while. <laughs> you better run. Right. Yeah. I like I like this idea that we can both get credit on the Mavis. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm gonna I'm, like I'm gonna try like to that. do again. I like the way that the, the rules allow for Jordan to make up for last year. <laughs> You know, the term sore winner comes to mind, buddy. You know what I mean? Why are you thinking that hard about yourself? So, um, I... <laughs> That's your new favorite phrase. Yeah, it? It, <laughs> it just, it's so great. It's like, it could be, it could mean like, I'm just done. I've had it. It can also mean like I'm so embarrassed right now. Like just cut the show. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm so mortified. I, you know, I still love. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. that that's is a good one. that goes yeah. through my head. Just living in there rent free for decades now. So my new my new favorite word of the year is uh, Donnie Brook. I heard that Donnie Brook. It, it means like just chaos or like a big old fight. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, man, yeah, it's it means be a fight. You know how I know that? Matt uh, Bronger, the comedian. Shout out to Matt Bronger. I know you're listening. He's probably not, but he should. Matt, if you're listening, what's up? Man, <laughs> hey, we'd, also, we'd, all, we'd also like to know, Matt, I'm pretty sure, I'm assuming you're a Gen Xer. Do you have trust mm-hmm. issues as well because of the childhood mm-hmm. movies that you were forced to watch? Yeah, yeah. Matt, please mm-hmm. comment on our social mm-hmm. medias or mm-hmm. write us a, an email to grownmenwks at gmail.com. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Look yeah. at you. And TJ, ask your sister. <laughs> ask your sister. Oh, you I know she got trust issues. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, like, like no, specifically, no, specifically be based off, off of like the movies and stuff like that. Like, did bro, 100%. Let's up. put it this way. I had to text her the other day because all of a sudden she just put black up on her Facebook profile and the like banner. I said, are you okay? She's like, I just like to hide sometimes. Excuse me? Oh, the, <laughs> oh, the, I thought you meant, so the color, not the word. Yeah, she just put, put the color okay. black. <laughs> Oh my goodness. With that, please play me out. I gotta nap this baby. Well, the way you said it was like, you just put black on it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you mean the color, not the word? Knowing I'm dark enough to leave a fingerprint on charcoal, you're going to ask that question.
<laughs> I'm gonna do that with mine. I'm gonna when we sign off, I'm gonna put white. I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see what happens. You know, hey, it's a new year, right? It, hey, it, we're also in my in my productive window. He said, Oh, oh, you meant the color, not the word. That just remind what what was it the other day we were talking on the phone and you was like you're like all right be easy I was like now nah, I'm gonna go streak and you're like be careful I was like won't nobody see me they're just gonna be like did the night move <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I <laughs> I have residual laughs from that shit like the night just moved <laughs> it was so clean it was such a clean like. Uh, uh, anic- not anecdote. Such a clean, like saying, like I, I, I could have sworn you've heard that from summer before. Like, no. made a- that is so, like that is so. There's zero fat on that. On it that, just goes uh, back to you. Sometimes yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, sometimes- that's what I mean. Sometimes, sometimes man, you are dumb as fuck. But then other times, like, like you're really sharp. It's like, I never know which one I'm going to get. It's like reaching a toolbox blindfolded. I'm like, all right, which one is this going to be? You know? And then it's like, hey, here you go. <laughs> yeah. such- oh, you meant the color. I thought she just put the word. For her profile pic and her, and, and, and her cover photo. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but in all fairness, that really was her response. She's like, sometimes I just like to hide from folks. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this is after she had already changed her name from her re- from her legal name to like some, you know, like light brown. So I'm like, this ain't your name? And then spelled it all weird. You know what I mean? Like truncated brown to BWN. I'm like, who is you? Who, <laughs> who yeah. is you? Yeah. I'm like, why are you trying to what what does the government want from you that you feel like you gotta run? Fucking Carmen San Diego sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all right, well I think this is a good time to go get our drinks. Um it's uh you know it's three o'clock in the afternoon over there, four o'clock it's, for you. So Yeah, say. and I'm still gonna and I'm still gonna go to the gym after this, so I'm just gonna this is gonna be real I got low calorie. Yeah. yeah. And I'm See, drinking water too. That's why I try to get my gym stuff in in the morning. That way it's like... Bro, I wanted to, but it was 21 degrees this morning. I was like, I ain't going outside. Yeah, I can see that's kind of how that how that could be how that could be a detriment. I just think like, you know, I'm wondering... I mean, I'm going to sleep good, so... That's true. That's true. All right, well, hey, uh, unless you are, um, you know, r- r- hitching a ride on a rolly chair to go find, um, you know, your owner or whatever... I don't know who would be doing Master. <laughs> yes. I was like, the hell? I was like, that wouldn't fly. That nope. There was a there was a line. Kim and I both looked at each other. I think it was blanket. It's like, I don't I don't like doing things unless Master tells me or something like I can't remember what. And it's like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, I, that wasn't the line. It was something to that effect. And I was like, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Blank, Blanky's a simp. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, but. This wouldn't have, this wouldn't have fun. But yeah, so uh, we encourage you. We invite you to join us. Uh, uh, come back. Have a drink with us as we talk about uh, all things uh, Brave Little Toaster. And we are back. Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge? Man, it was great. I'm really excited about this one. Um, what was that for? What? What happened? 
What did you let out that deep sigh? Because <laughs> I had air in my body. Why does anyone let out a sigh? Because he has air in his but body. But do you realize how tight, how shitty that was? Like, how <laughs> tight was? I was just Man, breathing. I'm really excited about this one. <sighs> I was just breathing. God damn, dude. <laughs> no, it's so- up. Yeah, it was, it was just a lot. I took in a lot of I'm air. I'm not excited anymore. I'm kind of <laughs> no, sad. Come on. No, come uh, on. Come on. <laughs> go, Jordan. Go, Jordan. Go, oh, go, Jordan. Go, Jordan. Go. Being, that, being that this movie um, was is about, you know, a kid hung up on his old appliances and stuff like that and his, his first toaster and all that kind of shit. Uh, I went ahead and got uh, for this one. The, this is the first beer I ever purchased legally um, uh, for, for myself. And that, of course, is the Miller High Life. So hey. got, yeah, just an old the champagne of beer still tastes good. Um, I like it, but I haven't had it in a in a in a good while. I started drinking it again as my beer of choice about maybe a few months ago. Um, mm. So yeah, thought it was good for this one. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, so I get to see you in like two weeks, which I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I wanted to get a drink that reminds me of you. This is an Austin Eat Ciders, but it's called Texas Brute. Oh, there you go. There you, there you go. go. So, it's super dry. I don't know. You know what? Do with that what you will. A dry sense of humor, maybe. You know, sure. Dry, dry skin. I do, have, man. Especially in the winter, my skin starts cracking. I, I, I started putting lotion on my skin thanks to Kim. She's got me on this whole skincare regimen. What is it? What is it with with oh? What is it with white men and their aversion to lotion? When I, I tell you, really I could die. I could die today, and Taylor uses lotion. I feel better about the world. Like no one, no one until Kim, like stressed it that much. You might have said a thing or two here and there before I met Kim. I can't quite remember, but like, I, I, I it's not that I was averse to it, and I don't want to speak for all of us whites, uh, but I will say, uh, <laughs> see, there it is. I like saying that. Uh, I. Uh, I know for me it was like I, I just, it's just it, I, it it didn't it didn't plug in for me. I was just like this just isn't this is just something that happens because my knuckle it's my knuckles, bro. My knuckles start cracking, and mm. it look and it looks like I got into like a like a fight, you know. Well, uh, that's why Texas Brute Super Dry for Jordan's knuckles. There you go. There you go. I is bought lotion good? today. I was it is good. It's just a it's it's like a light apple cider, yeah. um, with a little bit of brown sugar in it. Oh, there you go. I think brown sugar makes everything better. And honestly, you'd be surprised how many recipes have brown sugar in them. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even know it. It just makes it better. Yeah. Cookies without brown sugar? Wrong. Anyways. Yeah, no, you gotta have brown sugar in there. Uh all right. So yeah, this movie came out in nineteen eighty seven, uh directed by Jerry Reese. What else did this man do? Um he did. Oh, he was an animator for a small one. Oh, he worked on Fox and the Hound. So there's that. Um, and as uh, uh, an animation producer for Space Jam. So I guess not not too much stuff. Based on the uh, uh, novellas by Thomas M. Is it Ditch? Dish? Mm-hmm. And it's starring Deanna Oliver, John Lovitz, Timothy E. Day, Tim Stack, Phil Hartman, the late great Phil Hartman, voicing two roles here. Um, and uh, yeah, a budget of two point three million. Guess how much money it made at the box office? I think it like broke even, right? Yep, two point three million exactly. Uh, maybe not exactly. It's probably like you know dollars and cents difference there. But yeah, we you know talked. Hold a lot up, of- hold up, real quick, real quick. 
just so that we're we're aware, we have to give this man his due because he worked on the pre-films for the following Disneyland Disney World rides. Uh uh Cranium Command, which is a classic, the dinosaur ride, the rock and roller coaster with Aerosmith ride, the Disneyland the the, fifth, the first 50 years of magic, the Marvel experience, like this dude he he got some credits, okay? Okay. You you better run. All right. So, in a small wooden cab, did that work? Cuz yes. cuz kind of it's like, "Hey man, get it." You know what I mean? Like, get, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I like that. Have... I like that damn clown who just run. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he said that. Shit. Yeah, man. That... <laughs> I was like, "Cut the show." <laughs> you know, like I'm <laughs> So. He just said, "Rod." Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like, well, you did not need to do all of that. Like, you didn't need to do everything, you know. Um, yeah. So it, it's uh, the movie starts in a cabin. Uh, we have these small wooden appliances. Uh, not wooden. <laughs> these small appliances. Wooden small cabin. wooden appliances. Yeah. <laughs> um, who like lie and shit? And there's a cricket. Uh, yeah. So we have toaster, radio, uh, lamp, uh, blankie. And a vacuum cleaner named named Kirby. Um, the blanket is the electric blanket. We had an electric blanket when I was a kid. Did y'all? We did, but we only used the electric blanket whenever someone was hurt, you know, and they need heat yeah. put on something. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like a you know everyday thing. It's like when the electric blanket broke out, like someone was sick or or, or yeah, it was hurt. When dad broke the electric blanket out, it's like oh fuck. You know, like dad's got yeah, it. like his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so basically, uh, they it, come to think of it, we never even called it the electric blanket, we call it the heating pad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so ghetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the give me the hot towel, you know. Yeah, um, so basically, uh, they're waiting for uh, their this kid, they call him, they call him Master. Uh, Master. Yeah. uh, they belong to this kid, they're waiting for him to to return, um, because it's, it's uh, his family's vacation home. Uh, but the thing is that they hasn't come back in like fucking years, dude. So it's like, it's like how many days have y'all woke up? Be like today's today, you know he's gonna he's gonna come back and stuff like that. And uh, and so they just kind of mill about, introduce the characters and stuff. You know, radios, radios, fun. You know, funny, lampies, goofy. Um, you know, toasters, kind of kind of straight blankies. This innocent one, and then and then uh, Kirby, my personal favorite. I like Kirby a lot. Kirby is this old grump. You know who's uh, but oh yeah, like, I could tell you like Kirby. I was like, this is a Jordan man, but also like really capable. You know, like he would he would he wouldn't you know he he wouldn't he wouldn't up to up for no shit. You know, and stuff like that. But he definitely he looked out for them, which I which I appreciated. Um, yeah, and so there there's this weird um, hallucination, waking dream thing that Blanky has where uh, uh, is 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 Blanky a, a she or a he? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a blanket. Oh yeah, I know. I just, I'm, I'm, where where they like sort of um, yeah think they envision uh, uh, master coming back. This little redheaded kid running like, eh! and the, the, the way that he ran in was 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 super eighties too. It's like we're just gonna animate this enough, you know, so yep. you know it's some kid running in there, and the house looks all pristine and shit like that. And, and then it turns out no, it's just just it's just Blanky's imagination. Uh, no one's coming back, and they are told by air conditioner, air conditioner voiced by Phil Hartman, who was kind of given given off some Jack uh, Nicholson vibes with this. Man, air conditioner was pissed. Yeah, he's like, "You're not coming back." 
can't you see, you know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains. In. Uh, so um, he's you just know what it says. Phil Hartman doing an impersonation of Jack Nicholson. I'm wondering because then I don't know the name of the actor. It's Pete or something. But for Lamp, that old actor is like, yeah, see, we're going to do this. He's like, but he had those bugged out eyes. He was in a lot of like old horror and like noir type shit back in the day. Um, Tim Stack. Huh? No, the Tim Stack. The, the, oh, the, act- the voice. Yeah, the voice. It, maybe while while I'm talking. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the ceiling lamp? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was terrifying. Yeah, uh, but the but um, it sounded like an older actor, so that uh, makes sense that he's sort of modeling his voice after. But yeah, so air conditioners just telling him just just tell him how the cow ate the cat. You know, just giving him the business, being like, hey. Not coming back. Uh, Peter Peter Lore is the guy that you're taking. That's about. it. That's it. That's it. Um, and that w- that was Phil Hartman as well. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, an air conditioner just fucking freaks out and blows up, and that is the first death that we see. And we're <laughs> it's, what? It's so violent. In, Ten minutes in, and then they're just like, well. And it cu- and it cuts the air conditioner and his bottom panels all hanging down and shit. <laughs> and it kind of drops to the carpet. And that for real, just like guess he did. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and the cottage is about to be sold and stuff like that. And and it's yes, the kid just left the all the old appliances there. Um, and so they end up. Uh, they want to go find out where where he is and shit like that. Um. And they, I, th- I thought this sequence was pretty cute. How they're trying to figure out ways that they can get out of the mm-hmm. uh, of the house and stuff. And they end up, um, I, all the particulars I'm a little fuzzy on, but they end up uh, getting is it a car battery? They end up getting yeah. a car battery to attach it to a rolly chair. They plug Kirby into the car battery through another cord. I don't, and then they all kind of ride it and Kirby goes and then they, they, they're out the, they're out the door. I thought this was really, again, just, just cute. I was like, what a cool, like just a it's cool, whimsical. Yeah. Like I'd love to have like an artist rendering, like a painting of this, of like just a vacuum lugging the, the others on the rolly chair and stuff. I, I, I think that's really cool. Like we look a lot at those like old Winnie the Pooh, like, holding Piglet's hand as they're walking down the street or holding Christopher mm-hmm. on hand. That's kind of the same sort of image or that gives off that same sort of feel uh, with this. I thought, and, and they're just, and they're just, they're just going after, after their dude. And from this point on, cause I had no idea what this fucking movie was about. No idea. And from mm-hmm. this point on, I was like, this is, uh, I'm in, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I hope they, I hope they find him and stuff like that. It's cool. They use radios, antenna to like uh, get the direction of the city, just as intended and all that kind of stuff. And they kind of follow, but they end up going around in circles because <laughs> they don't know because they're just appliances. They're like, hey, man, you know, what are we doing? Stuff like that. Um, and this is your classic sort of, you know, uh, I think we talked about this with the migration, uh, too. It's like, you know, there's just danger on every corner, you know, and each each uh, new area brings with it its its new set of surprises and uh, tribulations. Now, here's, here's a question. What do you think about the fact that, like, when you found out it was a musical? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I was I I wasn't necessarily shocked by that, but I was like, oh, okay, there, there's songs in here. Um, because there was a song around this point, right, where they're like singing yeah. about like dum, dum, da, to the city of lights, to the country. Yeah, there's this song, and and there's another one where they um, there's four songs total. Yeah, where they end up uh with like all the the squirrels and and stuff like that. Um. Anyway, so they um, end up there. There's like a uh, the battery uh, runs low at some point and they have to stop for uh, a night in, in the forest. And this is where uh, Blanky um, sort of makes the tent and things like that. And they're all kind of huddled under, under this blanket and stuff like that. But then a storm happens and th- like this whole storm part was pretty like harrowing. It's like damn dude like that's the thing they 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 don't let up yeah once shit starts to happen to them they're like it happens yeah and it's like the choices that they have the characters make so and one uh i talk about how kirby's my favorite character lampy's probably a probably right up there too like a close second just because of um how like dim lampy is but like how um just how I mean, I, I I don't want to say the word brave because it's brave little toaster, but also you know, Lanky's brave, yeah, very sort of because uh, Blanky's up there and like the lightning striking and stuff like that, and Lampy, like, correct me, did I get this right? Lampy wants to divert the electricity through him into the battery because the battery died. Yeah, and he's like, we're gonna, you know, and it works, but like we think, I thought Lampy died too. I was like, man, they're just killing everybody in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lampy stands on the chair, points his nose up at the at the sky as lightning striking to become a lightning rod in the middle of a clearing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, they end up getting Blanky uh, back. This is pretty cool. They uh, they have the cord over because Blanky's in a tree. They have a cord over the over the branch, and Kirby just sucks up his own cord and like kind of repels up there gets blanky and then comes back down and this is where we have all those squirrels and and am i am i am i is that the correct sequence of events the squirrels stuff like that are after this yeah after this they yeah it's all these squirrels and and woodland critters and stuff i'm gonna be honest man this part i was watching it but i was just kind of like i i kind of i kind of you just let it wash over you yeah i was like what is this it's fun it's cute i didn't really get anything from this segment other than this is just the appliances being introduced to to another world and when you think about again the structure of this movie where it's like really you can break a movie into separate little vignettes and stuff like that Um, well so there's something hidden in this and it's the it's the part where because remember um you see the it sets up the clown thing because you see the flower see its reflection in toaster and have a reaction and kind of chase Toaster. And then Toaster's like, oh, yeah, I remember when he used to, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, okay. So this doesn't necessarily do anything to push the story forward, but it gives us a little bit of insight into the characters and things like that. Sort of their, uh, the, um, like you say, set up the clown thing, but also, um, yeah, because the, the boy used to, like, look at himself as he was making jelly and stuff. And then Toaster's like, no, we got to go after him. Because um, realistically, I mean, I guess when you think about it, they could have just sat there and hung out with the woodland critters. Right. Right? And then, but Toaster's like, no, we we got to go. Um, 
And so they're in, they end up uh, going through um, this, uh, they're, they're going on and on. And at one point Kirby, like, does he suck up a, does he suck up a rock or something like that? He sucks, he sucks up, up thistles and stuff like that. Yeah, but he st- he starts like like coughing and kind of freaking out and everything like that. And and there's this whole sequence with, excuse me, with a waterfall, and uh, and they end up uh, falling. Um, they they everyone falls um, except for Kirby, and then he goes and he gets everybody. But then they are. Uh, I like the way he. I like the way he looks like he's just about to leave. Yeah. He like throws himself over been, the edge. That would have been ice cold if he did, you know. Uh, but he jumps down and gets everybody. But now the both the chair and the battery are are no more, and they're in this this swamp and stuff. And then it's like when you think, oh man, you know what's going to happen next? They end up uh, uh, grabbed by this one dude who uh, the appliance parts store guy, uh, who basically like strips all these old appliances for um, for parts, which I thought was a cool was a cool sequence. Um, and then um, this is where is this where the dream is? There's a dream. It's around here. I think the dream might even be the first night that they go to sleep. Was it? I'm, I'm, it might be right. I think that they go to sleep one more time or something like that. Okay. Let's just talk about it here in case because uh, you know. But but yeah. So they Toaster ends up having this dream where he uh, sees uh, the kid and, and all and all that kind of stuff. And all this crazy shit um, um, happened. There's a whole bunch of stuff too, especially in this next song where like the shadow play. It's all it's all creepy. It's, it's a lot. And and yeah, all this creepy stuff's happening in Toaster's dream. Like a bunch of like forks coming down on him. He's not. And then it or, or uh, uh, he sets idea. the house on fire. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. The toast starts smoking and stuff. And 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 he's like, oh man, what the fuck's going on? And then, yeah, all this stuff happens, but the biggest takeaway from this dream is that scary-ass fucking clown, which we've talked about. There's before. a firefighter clown that comes up. And it does this thing where it does this thing that, like, live-action horror movies do, where it's like, it's a shot of the toaster, and then it's a shot of just nothing, and then clown comes up from the bottom of the screen, and it's all just evil and menacing, and yeah, does that thing, like, run, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was like, damn. And and again, going back to this this whole thing of it's like, okay, the dream itself was was a bit disturbing, right? There's some disturbing yeah. imagery there, similar to the the boat ride in Willy Wonka, right? The original Willy Wonka. Yeah. So there's some disturbing imagery there. Then they had to do the clown. Then they had to make the clown smile. Then they had to make the clown say run. You know, and it's like, dude, you <laughs> run. Yeah, like y'all did everything there. And I can just imagine little kids in the theater like, holy shit. You know, like, <laughs> and we wonder why people were afraid of clowns. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back in this uh, in this appliance parts store, which like the guy's not heavy. It's, it's just his job, you know, like in the context of the movie, like, yeah, he's kind of a villain because he takes so many. But he's no Sid member from Toy Story who like, you know, uh, these toys together. Kind of. I don't know. It's just an appliance parts to go finds old appliances and then, you know, takes them and sells them. I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but again, in the context of this movie, yes, he's a bad guy. Uh, but what's worse than him are the appliances that he has in his little back room. Cause they're, Mm-mm. they're asshole. This is the middle school. You know what I mean? Cause they're just over here. Just like, Hey, you know, who the fuck, you know, you're, you ain't shit, you know, and all, and all this kind of stuff. Um, we have that hanging lamp who and then they have the song uh with um i 
can't remember what the song's titled, but yeah, it's just a whole bunch. I of think it's like I think it's like movie show or something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and it's it's all just a horror song. Oh, it's a B movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, just basically saying like, "Hey, man, this is what's gonna happen to you and stuff." And the appliances in here, like the, terrifying the the record player, the needle. Y'all didn't have to give that motherfucker tea, fangs, <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like y'all didn't need to do all that. Uh, but they did. You know, it's it's and they have and they have the appliances all mutilated and like fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and... this is like puppet master type shit, or like or like this is like a horror movie shit. Like, dude, if you were to make little brave little toaster live action, it'd be terrifying. A horror movie. It'd be a horror. Movie. And well, I'm... okay, I will say this though: like the way that the that the dude takes apart the appliances, it is like a horror slasher film because they zoom in real quick and he picks yeah. the wrench up like a scalpel, and you see the shadow of him like stabbing it, in, and I'm like, yeah. The hell, yeah, no, some chainsaw masker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, here's the thing: when I saw this part, I was like, oh yeah, Jordan's going to be like, this is it. Yeah, no, it was it, it was it was really cool, but but again, just coming from the this movie's rated G. You know, yeah. gee. Um, and I remember speaking of, you know, these appliances being scary and stuff, you know, because they're because radio basically he's going to get his tubes taken out. Um, I was about to say get his tubes tied, but didn't, didn't fit because um, the customer comes in wanting to buy his tubes and stuff. And uh, they're like, oh, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I was thinking in my head, like, just come to lo- just just come, become sentient. And like, because that would end everything that. Dude, yeah. Imagine the shock, because they end up doing that in the long run. Lamp- Lampy has this idea, and he he uh, puts toaster blanket and all this kind of stuff, and he's like, "Ooh, I'm a ghost," you know, and scares him and everything. And then all the other appliances run out. Uh, the jailbreak, <laughs> yeah, was- terrifies this appliance. I mean, I understand and his dog who gets in the car and drives yeah, the away. Dog gets in the gets in the truck and, and drives off. I understand, like it's just a movie, of course, and it's animated and it's fun and everything. You should not think think too too deeply about these things can you imagine how life altering life shattering it would be man all of let the stuff come to life yeah <laughs> i'll tell you this though i'd be like then when i say preheat preheat you know like yeah. i'd start giving tasks yeah 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 yeah. no if 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 stuff like i i would just drive to the ends of the earth you know it's like we're not you know we're we're doing stuff naturally now i, I don't know so this 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 poor appliance guy, like he he's he's probably in some psych ward somewhere. You know what I mean? Good. Like just all fucked up, all fucked up. <clears throat> if you were to think that that is the most disturbing moment in this movie, you would be wrong because this movie constantly tries to out disturb itself uh, as as it at every turn. Yes. So they end up escaping the store, and then the movie's like, all right, let's give them a break from these from these appliances. Let's catch up with Master, whose name is actually Rob. Why couldn't they just called him Rob from the beginning? You have to talk to the people who wrote the thing. Uh, maybe that's what that's what he's referred to in the novellas. I don't know. Um, he's going to college with his girlfriend Chris, uh, who Chris is just <laughs> so fucking annoying. It's so fucking annoying. Chris is annoying. Like you know, y'all are gonna break up after the first semester. We've all been here. hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like y'all, y'all, this ain't gonna last. You know, you got your little cute hat on, sure, and you got your little little short pink ladies jacket. You know, hey, hey, Chris, let's go. It's like get the fuck out of my face, you know, because Rob's gonna discover like indie rock and alcohol, and you're fucking out the picture, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, uh, gonna going to college, and um, 
and he's wanting to get uh, his old. He's he's packing up and uh, and he's wanting to get all of his old appliances. And mom's like, oh, I left them. You know, left them at the cottage. Uh, and but mom's also like, but you can take all this new shit. You know, she's got all this new, shiny, clean, you know, new appliances and stuff. He's like, no, I want my toaster, the one that I used to look at. And it's like, I guess I can kind of understand that. This movie reminded me of there was a time when we moved from uh, our old house to this one. We had a yard sale to try and get rid of some stuff, you know, and there was a crock pot that uh, Kim's mom had gotten her. And we put that at the yard sale and no one bought it. So when it came time to leave, uh, just left all the stuff on the curb, right? For like trash pickup and everything. Left the crock mm-hmm. pot out on, on, on the on the curb. And then I remember Man, you Kim, heard that crock pot's feelings. Yeah, I remember I remember Kim being like, Man, I really I had to go back to the old house for something. And uh, I remember Kim being like, Man, I really wish we brought the crock pot. And I was like, Oh fuck it, I'll take this. So I took the crock pot and it's 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 in our new house now. It's in a, but watching this movie, I was like, Oh man, I'm glad I took that crock pot. <laughs> Because that crockpot's like, I've been passed down for generation and generation. So, um, Rob ends up going to the uh, old cottage with uh, with Chris. Um, and uh, Chris is like, come on, Rob, let's fool around. He's like, fuck you. I'm trying to look for my toaster. And looks around at everything. And <laughs> Chris does not. <laughs> no, she does. Chris is, is vastly unhelpful, though. Yeah, no, she's she's awful. Especially, dude, she pissed me off in the junkyard scene. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Help him. He's yeah. calling out your name. Chris, you just. <laughs> hold on one second. Let me take this oil filter off this car real quick. You know, it's like. No. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this grill is yeah. hard to find. She's what? Like, it's like, girl, you're holding a plastic grill off a Chrysler 300. <laughs> Drop that shit. And <laughs> Um, <laughs> she was about it. <laughs> no, she was. She had that. She tried to help his ass with one hand. No, I gotta keep this grill on. You know. Um. So, uh, <laughs> I'd be so fucking mad. I'd be so mad about. Oh, she you got. She would have got left at the junkyard. Oh yeah. No, you stay here. Stay here with all your precious car parts. Um. <laughs> and so, uh, he's he's like he's like hey, you know, um it basically we have the the after uh the aftermath of when the appliances tried to break out the first time because they stacked up a whole bunch of shit they got the refrigerator mm-hmm. involved at one point and he's seeing all this kind of stuff and he's like hey, someone broke in and they stole all my all my old appliances um goes back to uh to the to the house meanwhile the the old appliances um find the wait how, how does this work because the tv they, tells they, rob oh yeah they use the phone book to find where rob is that's right that's right so so they go uh to where rob is and then uh we have um i'm just i'm fuzzy on like where because we have rob, rob is still rob is still at the cabin because he's about to fix air conditioner right so if he yeah and if he, he, he about to fix air conditioner but tv and all the newer appliances because TV's right. nice to the newer appliances, yeah. to the older appliances. All the newer appliances are fucking assholes. Um, yeah, because they're like, he won't take us. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, at one point, I get, I guess, I just can't remember when the old appliances leave the new appliances. Oh, so next is the song "Cutting Edge." Right, right. And then, so basically, they sing a song to convince the old appliances that you're not needed. 
look at all the cool things we can do. And they throw the old appliances that's out right. the window. That's right. That's what I thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, they don't leave voluntarily. They, they, get, they get ejected out of there. And seeing their faces as they're tossed over, they're like, we're not needed. Yeah. It's like. That's like that shit you're talking about with migration when someone's like looking at them like, yeah, we're going to die. You know, we're done. Yep. Uh, that's right. So they get thrown into a dumpster. Um, and then hauled off to to the junker. Rob and Chris, uh, good for nothing. Chris comes back. Who's worse, Chris or Grandpa Joe? Chris. Oh uh, yeah, I, I have to say that. Um, so <laughs> Rob, Rob and Chris. Grandpa Joe's like, we're gonna get you the thing that you want. And Chris was like, See, why? He and, and I thought about it a lot, TJ. And I don't want to spend too much time on this because this isn't a Willy Wonka episode. But people like to hit on Grandpa Joe. He's just playing the game. He's just a hustler. Yeah, he's he was all like, I see all these other kids being bad. Why can't we have yeah, fun? Yeah, and he's good at it too. He's good at it too. You know, like of course, if if I if if I was being taken care of by by a family that ain't shit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna act I'm gonna act like I can't get up and do nothing either. You know, because what happens? You're gonna look to me to do everything. You know. Yeah. I'm laying in this bed next to these three other old people. Until until there's a spark of hope, <laughs> and, then, and then I'll hop up. <laughs> so, any which way, um, Rob and Chris comes back, and the, the this is that part where the TV tries to communicate, like, "Hey, they're at the junkyard and, and stuff like that." And and uh, uh, Chris is like, "Why don't you just buy some new appliances, some older appliances? Go here." You know, and and then TV's like, oh shit! And I did like the animation because because the news anchors like listen. He's like, oh, like panicking. He's trying to like find something. Right? He's like, hey, this just in the store that Chris was talking about is fucked up. You know, and, and then yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Their owner's awful. Yeah. You know, rats are dying. I got pictures here. You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I don't even want to look at them. Yeah, they're so they're so fucked up. You know, <laughs> and. Uh, and all this kind of, and he's like, you know, Ernie's junk is it Ernie's junkyards, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Ernie's junkyard, go to Ernie's, you know, cheap appliances and all this kind of stuff. So they end up, they end up going there. Um, and this is the scene where, like, just mass murder talk happens. Talk about like an all an audience who's already been been beaten, frightened, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Sad, awful. You're just the man. These little these little kids are doing just the, the death march. You know what I mean? Like in the theater, it's like, oh god. And then you're gonna show them this, where it's all these cars just woefully singing, like worthless shit. And this damn sentient magnet comes down and takes <laughs> these. <laughs> and, they're, and they're singing as they're getting crushed. They're getting crushed mid sentence, TJ. They're getting crushed yeah. They're talking about I, I, I helped these people at a wedding. It was lovely. They were great. He's like, I took people to a graveyard. I helped these lovers find love. Like, and they're just like, nope, don't care. People, fix your cars. Fix your cars. <laughs> right? Take care of your cars. They're gonna take care of you. Pass your cars down. Do you realize how many ads I uh, not ads, but like like posts I see these days? I understand it's a different time. Of like, hey, I just need a car for my sixteen year old. You know what I mean? Like anything. You know? Yeah. Take care of your car. There is no there is no reason why we should have this this much uh, 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 junk cars. You know what I mean? Like I understand no. eventually the cars are gonna die, but it's like t- take care of your shit. Anyway. But this, but but at this point in time, like I, I think the crazy thing about this is that the 
the world of the movie has established, oh, these appliances have hopes, dreams, literal dreams, yeah. literal sentience. Well, they, they just they right? want to be they want to be used for the for the for the purpose that that, that that they were designed for. You know, that's that that's what they want. Like how proud Toaster is when they shoot out that little that Toast. little red and they give it a little like little 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 you know fuck me wink and all that kind of stuff. And like, hey, you know, <laughs> like, like they, 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 they're proud of that shit. And then these cars, and there's that one car who tries, I've never seen a car TJ try to run away from a situation. And, and fail. <laughs> you're going you're to make both, all four of her tires fall off. You know, she's like, ah, and, shit. And, and here's the thing. It's, it's not like the, the animation of these cars faces is like peaceful and serene and no. accepting. They're like grimacing and worried and looking up at the yeah. at the like compactor the whole time and like look like on the verge of tears as the other cars just sing you're worthless and I was like we just watched them kill yeah. like dozens of spirits yeah yeah uh, when did when did when did Roger Rabbit come out I'm trying to think it'd be it'd be a it'd be a fucking asshole move for an Easter egg to put the taxi cab from Roger Rabbit in the scene. Eighty-eight, so a year later. Um, But yeah, man, it's just it's 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 not good. Um, We then have um, Rob and Chris are showing. Oh, and and the appliances are all just looking at all this shit, and they're trying to get away from the from the dude. Yeah, Um, and so they end up getting getting taken. Rob and Chris uh, show up. Oh, this is the thing that I really appreciate about this movie, TJ, that I, that I failed to mention until now because it didn't really come into play until now. Blanky kept a picture of, of uh, Rob as a kid. Um, and the movie made a good point of like checking in with that object, mm-hmm. with that photo throughout. And then it, it, it comes to fruition here. Cause when Blanky is taken by the magnet with all the others, Blanky drops that photo and then Rob, evidently or, or uh, inevitably finds it and, and looks up and sees them all on the, on the magnet there. And then he's like, Oh shit. And that, that's where, you know, he, 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 uh, he, well, he doesn't to find toaster, which I'm like, get it together. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, he ends up, uh, fucking, you know, going after him, you know, a, a, a chase ensues, um, you know, a bunch of things happen. There's, there, <laughs> I will say there's this one part where the magnet tries to get him and misses. And mm-hmm. I've never seen a more like man fuck like moment from an animated character. Fucking <laughs> 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 ah, you know, he kind of does that and spins around. Um, and then uh, he ends up getting uh, 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 Rob ends up uh, getting up there. He grabs the the appliances as, as they're as they're getting taken. He he's he's holding on to Kirby. Yeah, yeah. He ends up getting dropped onto the conveyor belt too. A pipe falls on his ass, or not his ass, but on his wrist, and he's like, ah, you know, going into the thing. <laughs> he's like, going into the compactor. And again, I'm trying to think of like again. I was talking about how what would you what would it be like to be that uh, that appliance store owner who's the appliances come to life and just like fucks their day. Imagine being robbed, dude, and you're like, oh my god, like I just came here wanting to get my old appliance. Back. And you again, know, Chris don't do nothing. Chris oh. is like, "Where are you?" Yeah, Chris is over there, like, like pulling off the edge, just like rah. And he's like, "Chris, Chris, oh my fucking god, oh my god!" Ah! <laughs> also, can I say something though? I understand that there's some sheet metal that falls on Rob. He, um, he, um, what what is bruh, it? Minivan? Push mom? up. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, mom push or- up. Yeah. You need to do. You need to. You leave here. You get a gym membership because you got to lift something. Let me tell you something. You couldn't save yourself from a wet blanket. Let Rob. me tell you something. If I die, 
because because <laughs> I get crushed by a conveyor belt because a fucking because a fucking PVC pipe is stuck on my arm. You better not lever. You make sure my kids know what a fucking punk ass move that. <laughs> you is. know what? You, know, you ain't even getting the funeral. I'm gonna take your ass just and be like, here you yeah. go. <laughs> when 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 they're like, we don't want to work out. You're like, you want to be dead like your daddy not being able to lift up PVC pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your daddy didn't want to work out either. Yeah. Now look at him. Pick up a heavy a cube. Pick up a heavy <laughs> object and 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 uh, you know, we'll go up and down yeah. these stairs. <laughs> and this, yeah, this is like, why this is why physical fitness is important. Because maybe if Rob spent more time taking care of his body and less time, instead of worried about Chris, yeah, instead of worrying about Chris's ass or or or, or, or fantasizing about jelly, maybe he would have been able to help himself instead of relying on someone else. And let me tell you, when you rely on someone else, you are putting yourself in a vulnerable position. Um, that's the lesson of this movie. It's not, but but that's a lesson anyway. Um, um, so uh, Chris ends up running like, oh, you know, Rob ends up. Uh, 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 just, just screaming. It's, it's like Toaster sees all this, and and this is where Toaster earns the brave moniker because Toaster fucking Assassin's Creed j- leaps off that uh, uh, junk pile into the gears. Toaster's like, "Fuck, bro!" You know? Can I talk about how they were like, "Let's watch these gears gnarl up this toaster." <laughs> it was a lot. It, it kept it kept cutting back. <laughs> They're like, which in was, case you were wondering, yeah, it still hurts. Which is, yeah, it still hurts. Which was funny to me. It just kept, it just kept cutting back. I was an editor. I was an editor on on one of the films. I was I was an editor on. It was there was a scene where, um, uh, the the actor, uh, the lead actor, goes up to someone's house and it's someone's funeral, and he's not welcome there. And it's a shot. It's just a two shot. It's we see him. And then we see we see everyone uh, through the doorway, their reactions of it being there. And they're just all staring at him, you know, just kind of like giving him like mm-hmm. a mic stare. And then he kind of stares back. And to fuck with the director, just to just because we had the director coming in. This was like a sag after. This was like a like a legit fucking movie. Uh, and and the director, just to fuck with him, I made that cutaway happen a whole bunch of times. Where it's like we cut to his face, cut to their face, cut to his face, cut to, and they're just like having to stare down. And all I had to do was just, you know, highlight and just swipe and delete everything. And it was yeah. But yeah, no, the fact that it just kept like cutting the other things and then cutting the toaster, getting geared, cutting the toaster, getting geared. And it's like, Jesus, you're right, man. We had to see this thing like just crunch. Like, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so, um, but hey, man, you know, did it and, uh, you know, stops everything, stops everything like at fuck the buzzer. This is stopping everything like at the fucking hoop. You know what I mean? It's like right mm-hmm. here, you know. And Rob's like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> that wasn't the line, but like you could see it in his face. He's like, "Jesus Lord!" And here's Chris, like, "Rob, what are you doing up there? Yeah. Stop playing. We yeah. gotta go." Yeah, you always do this. I'm hungry, you know. And it's like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the shit I've just been through, you know. Also, we came here for appliances. Why are you? Why are you fucking around with a car grill? You know, I know, right? I was like, he ain't paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, they end up. Uh, uh, he ends up saving everybody. He he puts Toaster back together immediately because again, I thought Toaster was. I thought, thought Toaster legit sacrificed himself because uh, <clears throat> the image was that Toaster died. Yes, yes, because that would have that done. You know. Um, and then, and then that kind of goes show like the deaths that happen in this movie aren't really deaths, like the air except for the cars. Yeah, that's true. Air conditioning gets fixed. Um, you know, uh, toaster, gets, toaster fixed. gets fixed. 
cars. I mean, you know, maybe maybe Done. maybe you get Done reincarnated, skis. maybe you don't, but you're no, your little no. your little bitty cubes. What do they even use those cubes get, for? I don't know, but do you they, get the reincarnated. Uh, that was pretty funny. Do you think they melt them down, TJ, and like put them in? They have to, because like, because bruh, just murder after murder. But yeah, I've just always wondered. Like, we turn cars into cubes. What for? Well, why not? Um, and yeah, so ends up going off to uh, college with all um with all those old appliances, and then we we have a shot of uh, uh Rob and Chris driving off. Um, Chris is driving like a bat out of hell. Chris yeah. is driving like she's running from the police. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're gonna break up for sure. Um, and uh, I know because they have a baby. I'm pretty sure they do. And the third one, I don't. I need, I need to watch these sequels to see what goes on. I feel like I'd, I feel like I'd be watching these movies for the wrong reasons though, because now it's like I just want to see. I just see Rob and Chris. You want to see all the way that Chris is yeah. like terrible. Yeah. Um, driving off, and then the appliances are are in the trunk, you know, and, and uh, a toaster is like kicking back on Blanky, you know, and toaster's like, yeah, this is life and all this kind of stuff. And they look up at the window, they see all the new appliances, and toaster just fucking gives them the finger. It's like fuck, <laughs> and then and then and then that's it. Um, so yeah, that's brave little toaster. <laughs> Toaster doesn't get the new appliances, the finger, but no, you know, but he should have. He should have. He should have. You know, he's way too forgiving. Yeah. So that that is a brave little toaster. Um, Jordan, as a first time viewer, <clears throat> where's this hit for you? It's always fucking dope, man. I I really liked it. I mean, there's that one sequence with all the squirrels where I was like, uh, you know, kind of whatever. But then talking through it with you, it's like, okay, I kind of see uh, why why something like this was was there i thought it was fun i mean i really do think it's deserving of all of the um you know i guess uh praise clearly it was it was reviewed well but it's deserving of of the special place that it holds in so many people's hearts um a lot of those older like 80s you know like mid to late 80s animated movies i think a lot of them were um definitely hit or miss because Mm -hmm. and we've talked about it before on on this show where it's like you know Disney was gearing up to do the Renaissance, like animated movies just kind of didn't have uh, uh, as clear of an identity around this time because they weren't the brand new thing. You know what I mean? And and they needed to kind of reinvent themselves. But I say all that to say that this definitely stands out to me uh, as, as one of those 80s animated movies. My score, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and give this. Uh, yeah, this is like eight out of ten. Eight out of ten for me. Um some things, like I say, that 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 one scene, uh, the songs, I think were kind of, you know, I don't know. I think you're you're more attuned to like the musical side of things in in these movies. Like for me, a song and a musical needs to be a fucking banger for me to like. Oh hell yeah, this is awesome. But if the songs are just kind of like middling, I'm just you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just you know, some of the characters were just super fucking annoying. But yeah. This is really solid. This is a really good movie. If you haven't seen this, movie, what character was super annoying? Chris. Oh, one character. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't seen this movie, you need to watch it. Um, it's really good. I recommend it. Yeah. Um, this was one of those movies that I was afraid of. That nostal- that nostalgia glasses had been laid over my memory, and then I rewatched. It. I was like, no, this is still a good movie. Yeah. No, totally and I and uh, and uh, I'm with you. While the songs are not like super memorable i think that a 
I kind of want I kind of want you to rewatch it like on DVD where the audio is crisper because the lyrics are actually really really <clears throat> smart. Yeah. Uh, and then like the B movie, <laughs> it's a B movie show is is a, is a banger, bro. That's a Halloween banger. I don't care what no one say. Um, like because it feels very like Transylvania. You know, um, it, it felt like a twisted take on that old uh, movie they used to play at like intermission at the theater. Like, let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And so, like, it feel like just the organ of it all felt very Rocky Horror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I love that part of it. And I also, if you look at the musical stylings, when you get to Cutting Edge, the fact that it is very 80s, like 80s hip hop, everybody's on the cutting edge. You know, like, it's like, I was like, this is kind of fun. Um, Worthless is just terrifying. Um, but Worthless is a country song, right? It's like all these cars lamenting about the life that they lived. And so I like the fact that they have your pretty musical opening, you know, City of Lights. But then it goes through all these different musical genres and then ends on this country song that is very just, you know, storyteller-esque. Right. Um, regardless. If you say it regardless, I can feel you gearing up for it. I was about to say <laughs> I know you were. Um, broken clocks to right twice a day. <laughs> Speaking of, how about them Texans, huh? Hey, crushing them Browns. Mm-hmm. Now, when y'all, depend on when y'all hear that, <laughs> you know, season might be over. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it's funny. If, yeah. if, if, they go far enough. If both teams go far enough, the Bills and Texans could face each other in the uh, in the conference championship. And then Kip and I just cannot speak that day. Yeah, no, it'd be, it's gonna be rough. It'll be rough. Um, but I'm also gonna give it an eight because I was like, this still this still hits. I like the fact that this is proof of what like independent animation can do because this wouldn't have happened under Disney. Right, the dark stuff wouldn't have happened, but they're like, "Oh no, yeah, we could just do this ourselves." Yeah, um, which you know, I really appreciate. So yeah, I you know, this is this is still a good movie to to I, to me, I enjoy it. <laughs> like like I like a good movie to watch, you know, a good movie to I, you know, keep your eye on it. No, yeah, I I just I think it's just a it's just a good a good movie. You better run. Run. I'm just going to call you one day and just go, run. No, I ain't going to answer. You won't know. I will know because, I, well, no, you're right. I won't know, but I'm just never going to answer your calls ever again. That's a bold How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel like you're a liar is what I feel. I also feel like <laughs> I mean, you are my ice. You don't answer that phone. You and me going to have issues. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, why didn't you answer your phone? Why didn't you answer your phone? Because uh, I thought he was going to be fucking with me. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm in the hospital. Yeah. I called you four times. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to hear no bullshit dad yeah. joke. <laughs> um, uh, but hey, another episode in the books, Jordan. Congratulations for being in the lead currently. Currently, we'll see. We've got a long season ahead of us. 
We got a long season ahead of us. Uh, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Grand Man Watch Kid Shit. Grand Man, Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. Um, uh, email us at grownmanwcast at gmail.com. Make sure you give us a rating, five stars, great, four stars, excellent, three stars or below. We're just going to put you in the cabin and leave you for years and hope that someone comes back for you. That's what we're going to do. We're going to send that clown after you. <laughs> Run! And that Mac. <laughs> yeah, and that Mac. <laughs> um... We have uh, a baller season lined up for y'all. We actually have like the next like two and a half months planned out already, yep. which is kind of crazy for us. We're usually a seat of our pants type of people. But um, no, we, we decided to be proactive, which is listeners, real talk. The first half of the season, we're real proactive. After summer, we'll be like, what are we doing? <laughs> <That's crazy>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh shit, we gotta record an episode today. <laughs> it happens every time. Watch this but, fucking uh, movie real quick, you know. <laughs> and then we hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> um thank you so much for listening. Um please continue to take care of yourself, take care of each other. Uh watch out for that flu, that new COVID train, that RSV. Watch out for all of it. Uh stay crispy. <clears throat> stay crispy, y'all. And we will talk to y'all next time. Jordan, if what? your soul could be in an, could be in an appliance, what would it be? I mean, a grill. Does that count? I could see that. Yeah, it, I mean, that counts. No, no, no question. A grill, a smoker, something like that. Mm. What about you? Mm-hmm. A vibrator. Okay. Bro, easy. What? Well, see, now I'm wishing that. Well, yeah, no, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Bro, you about to say flashlight? Weren't you? <laughs> no, no. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to think. Like, um, I. I feel like I would be some adult toy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that feels appropriate for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a yeah. place of comfort. Or you'd be like, um, I could see you being like a nose hair trimmer. Like if we're if we're <laughs> no, I heard you. You ain't got to explain it. You ain't got you ain't got to say not name other words. Is that okay? I'm 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 kidding. I can't see that. But I'm trying to think now. Like what what, what what's an insult? What's an appliance? I can see you be in the toilet. What's yeah yeah? What's an appliance insult? Like oh, dude, the you toilet could be a garbage disposal. Yeah, the toilet would have it bad, bro, because the toilet's bolted to the fucking ground. I you can't know? do anything. I can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be just like that. <laughs> if if oh, they no, ever do this no. movie again, do they need you need to voice the toilet? <gasps> I can't, no, I can't leave. I can't do anything. <laughs> no, I don't want this. <laughs> I'll he be sleeping gets, in this. They just come in the night. They just shit, they just shit in his mouth every fucking yeah. day, and he's like, <laughs> "Can you imagine? You man, I hear the word party, and I shudder." <laughs> I wonder if that's why they didn't have any toilets in this because I noticed the toilets in well no because the refrigerator did come to life in the appliance store but the refrigerator in the cabin wasn't he like, was like he's like no nah, I'm not it the toilet but can you imagine can you imagine he's like when they say use the downstairs bathroom I just yeah. don't feel safe <laughs> and they fucking force his mouth open <laughs> take this <laughs> I just want to put it down I just want to put it down oh man they don't clean under oh. my tongue. Just piss all by my feet. <laughs> Splash back. 
<laughs> Every once in a while, they give me one of those blue mints. I like it when they do that. Oh, man. <laughs> they flush dead fish down me like I've seen yeah. death. And... <laughs> Boogers. Diapers. Cocaine. They invented, yeah. They invented those wet wipes and all of a sudden this sh- and then, like, and then they put in a spit valve for me. I'm just spitting on buttholes. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.